0: welcome to the melrose place podcast where we re-watch recap and analyze every single episode of the hit 90s tv series melrose place i'm dan she's jenny let's get started Season one, episode twenty-four, "Bye Bye Billy," air date February seventeenth, nineteen ninety-three. What'd you think, Jenny?
1: Um, not my favorite.
0: Not your favorite? No. Why?
1: I just don't think there's a lot that happened in this episode. How about you?
0: I liked it. Anytime there's violence and guns, I'm down.
1: Okay, well, we open in Marina del Rey. We see the unmistakable mass of the sailboats and all of the the little boats in the harbor. And this is where Amanda lives. And um, she is fixing up breakfast in bed for Billy. And I don't know why, but every character seems to think that breakfast in bed consists of toast. <laughs> She butters up some toast, puts it on a tray with, with some tulips, and wakes Billy up saying, Breakfast is served.
0: Yeah, this is very unimpressive breakfast. I bet they had better breakfast, like food options with craft services on set than the shit they used to, as props, to like serve them. Yeah. And- but yeah, it's just coffee and toast with shitty butter on it.
1: And what ensues next is really not great.
0: But also, so is this is this the next night? After, so the last... No,
1: it's next morning. It's the
0: next morning, right. Okay, so this means that they did it, and then Amanda, after they did it, gets out of the, the sexy little outfit and puts on the... The mom nightgown that she wakes, she's in. (laughs) Well, I don't know. At this point.
1: Maybe, maybe it is another day. We don't know, but it's a morning. Billy's sleeping over. So, we can, uh, who knows? Who knows? So, he, she says breakfast is served. And then Billy, very sleepily, is like. Oh, God. Who needs breakfast when I can make a meal out of you? Yuck. And then he starts, like, kissing all over her. Now I'll make my way to your lovely little neck. And if I'm really hungry... And he buries his face in her chest, and then the phone rings.
0: Everything Billy does makes my bones chill.
1: No, you know what? For me, I think I figured it out. Billy... Reminds me of Billy Madison, but not in that endearing cute, like yeah, not in like a cute, endearing way, but in just like the childish, like like when he's like, and I make my way up to your lovely little neck, like and, the way and he when he's said talking it. like
0: a Frenchman scrambling the eggs, yeah,
1: it's like stuff like that. So um, Billy urges the man, don't answer the phone, don't answer it. But she does. And she
0: says, I have to. My machine isn't on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a great 90s moment. Ugh, I struggled with this. Got it. Um, So Amanda's dad is on the other line. And it turns out he is um, coming down to L.A. from Santa Barbara. And, uh,
0: he- and she's like, great, you can meet my boyfriend, Billy, who became my boyfriend last night after we did it. <laughs>
1: I guess so. Um, so she volunteers Billy to meet her dad without consulting Billy first. Yeah. And they make plans that her dad's going to come over the next night for dinner.
0: But Billy has an issue with this. He has tickets with Allison to a play. And Amanda's like, well, can't you just get out of it? And he, it's basically like a we'll see.
1: Yes, so we cut to Allison and Keith driving on PCH, which is the highway that runs right next to the ocean in Southern California.
0: Stands for Pacific Coast Highway.
1: That it does, and they're in a beautiful, red, old-timey Mustang convertible.
0: And Keith just is forcing this back-in-action issue And he's like, I don't understand why we can't just be together, Allison. You're making this thing very, very hard. And it doesn't have to be.
1: Right. So he's like, don't you remember the last time we went to the beach? And, of course, Allison is peeved. God, Keith, why do you have to bring this up? I told you. I don't want to remember what it was like. I want to start over with you. I want to make new memories with you.
0: And, Keith, have you noticed that he's like... He's extra bossy now.
1: Yeah, he's turned a tw- he's turned a corner.
0: It's coming on strong. He's
1: like, "I'm divorced, Allison. What else do you need to know? Do you want to see my papers?" I mean, I- I'm divorced. I- why can't we just pick up where we left off? It's yeah. easy. You're making it complicated.
0: He- he's a little more zany, he's a little more bossy, and that's both of those are going to turn into a lot of more.
1: Oh, a lot way. of more. <laughs> you will see. So Allison Guarantee just says, come on, Keith, can't we just be friends? And he's like, yeah, we're just old friends going to launch at the beach.
0: Yep. Uh, so now we're headed over to Jake's Bikes, which looks exactly like Rusty's Bikes. They've done no renovations. I don't think they've even changed. They haven't changed the shelves. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> it's- and- it's just the same.
1: So Jake is working there and Joe comes bearing pizza and beer, her favorite thing to do, bringing Jake food. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Well, wow, Jake, you've made a lot of progress in here, which I got to go back to your comments, Dan, to say, what the heck is he doing in There's there? There's nothing. He's not it doing shit. It looks exactly the same.
0: Yeah, it's all fucked up. And for being a silent partner, Joe is not that silent.
1: Yeah. So she's like, "Whoa! Looks like we're really gonna open on time. I think we need a business plan."
0: Yeah, and Jake's always like, "We? What are you talking about? You think I can't handle the books?" And i like, "Yeah, like, Jake, that's that's a valid, <laughs>
1: it's a very
0: valid concern really that people is. have. Because Jake, you couldn't, you can't run a freaking coffee maker at
1: yeah. Remember the coffee shop? At
0: fake Starbucks." You can't even pretend to be a painter and get a bunch of money. Like, what makes anyone think that you could run a fucking business, bro?
1: Yeah, and Joe's just like, look, no one can do it on their own. I'm just saying, let's get an accountant. Let's kind of get some books going. And um, he kind of acquiesces, and it's just like, oh, okay, okay. And she says, what are you going to call it? And he says, well, I'm calling it Jake's Bike's. And we end the scene with Joe, like, looking disapprovingly about the name. Like, looking around like, huh, I don't like that name. But whatever.
0: Yeah, because it sounds a lot like (laughs) Rusty's (laughs) Bikes. Oh, my God.
1: So, Allison is on the phone with Billy. And she is lecturing Billy about keeping his commitments because Billy is bailing on her. Shocker! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Allison, of course, is disappointed. She hangs up with Billy, and she's with Keith. And it turns out that Keith has a business dinner that he has to go to, or else he would accompany Allison to the play that evening.
0: Right. And Allison's car is, like, in the shop. So, Keith offers... Allison, the Stang, this like nice Mustang for the time.
1: Yeah, and Allison decides, you know what? I'm a big girl. I'm going to go to this play by myself and I'll be able to leave if I don't like it. And um, I'm doing it. I'm going to go out and she's thrilled to be able to have the opportunity to drive yeah. his car.
0: And apparently, this car is like Keith's baby. She's like, You're going to let me borrow the car? And he's like, Well, yeah, Allison, I. Would- I don't imagine why I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can use it.
1: So we cut to Amanda's apartment and Billy's dad is in town.
0: And he is a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he is very mean for no reason. He's like talking to Billy. Billy's like drinking a, a bottle like domestic and... Billy's da- uh, Amanda's dad is giving Billy this lecture about single malt scotches. And Billy's like, well, I don't really enjoy single malt scotch.
1: I'm more of a bear kind of a guy. And I'm
0: a bear guy. And then Amanda's dad is like, "Welp, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. And
1: I'm giving you a single malt scotch right now.
0: Yeah, and he's like, it's a writer's drink. And then Billy says something like, well, I'm I make cab driver money, so... <laughs> I don't do writer drinks. And then... Amanda's dad just like storms off somewhere else. (laughs) He
1: goes into the kitchen to go pour the single malt scotch. And Amanda's like, what do you think about Billy? And he's like, not for you. That's what I think about him. Not for you. (laughs) And Amanda's like, what is it, dad? Is he too good looking or too talented or too funny or just too open? And he loves me. Is that what's wrong? No, Amanda, he's very unsuccessful. (laughs)
0: No, I think he says he's too successful. No, and he's he's like condescending. He's like being sarcastic about it.
1: Well, that was lost on me.
0: But it's clear the writers wanted you to know that Amanda's dad is a very angry piece of shit.
1: And he does not approve of Billy. Right. So we cut to allison walking alone she's downtown in the city it presumably she's leaving the theater she went to see this play by herself yeah
0: she's on like skid row
1: <laughs> like where is this theater
0: and it is very late it's, it is very late it's
1: late she's like hugging herself like she's got her arms crossed she's walking and then in the back of the shot we see two guys who catch her in their sights.
0: Two thugs.
1: And they start, you know, picking up their pace a little bit, walking a little bit faster behind her.
0: And she's headed to her, I think the top is still down. No, it's not. It's not? It's not. It was a
1: soft top and it was up. I remember seeing it. And she's got the car parked on the street. She realizes that she's being followed, fumbles for her keys, of course, drops them on the pavement.
0: And before she can get up, Boom, these dudes are on her face, in her face, like, give me the car, bitch.
1: Yeah, they, they did. They were like, give me your keys, bitch. They stick
0: a gun in her face, Yeah, like hold it to her face.
1: She hands over the keys in her purse, and one of the thugs escorts her over to a chain-link fence and mashes her face in the links and is like, stay here.
0: And then she just starts sobbing. You see the car drive off. And she's like,
1: "What?" Yeah, and then
0: it's a slow pan. (laughs) She literally
1: looks up. Like you see, like the shot is like looking through the chain link fence onto her face, and she's clinging onto the the fence for dear life, looking up into the sky, just screaming,
0: "No!" Yeah, and the the camera just like zooms out, fades out. Now, make no mistake, okay. This is a very traumatic event. Me and Jenny are not making light of of anyone who's ever been in this situation yeah, of I mean, being I'm carjacked sure. or anything. It's awful, right? We are just we can find the humor in the '90s of this scene yes. being portrayed. Yes. That is that is all. But um, and and I I dig this kind of drama now. i this is this is what the last. 20 episodes were missing, give or take a few really, really hot, heated episodes in the past. But this is good stuff now. These are the dramas.
1: I prefer different kind of dramas.
0: I, I like this. I like like Billy's getting carjacked. I like Jake beating up...
1: you like the yeah you like the violence i like the psychological drama any
0: any anytime you guys could tell if there is an electric guitar and they cut to commercial dan likey
1: (laughs) danny likey well we cut to allison and keith and they're back at allison's apartment And she is just beside herself. She's going over with Keith, her harrowing experience. And she's saying, they held a gun up to my face. Why did I park on the street? I thought they were going to kill me. He has my purse. He knows where I live. I don't know what I would have done if I couldn't have reached you, Keith.
0: Right. And you know what? Keith is too not worried about his car yeah
1: i was kind of thinking like he's he's very nonchalant at about the fact that his car is gone and that's like his baby yeah
0: like i i get it like well it's it's like if that happened to you god forbid i would be like who cares about the car no I mean, but
1: you would be like what the fuck happened to the car but though? still
0: like i'd be like so jenny okay you're alive and you're not hurt that is fantastic I'm going to go file a police report real quick. (laughs) Like, I would care a little bit about the car. Of course. But it makes me think that Keith set this shit up.
1: (laughs) See? And if that were the case, that would make this my favorite episode.
0: Right. But I I think it'll come out later. Keith planned this shit so that Allison would be, like, so distraught and woe is me, and and he could be the healer.
1: Well, if that's the case, the plan is working. Yeah. Because, of course, he tries to play it like, well, Allison, I'm going to let you get some sleep. Go ahead, you need to rest. And trying to play, you know, we're just friends card, as Uh -uh. she was talking about.
0: Allison ain't having it.
1: She needs someone to cling to in the evenings. Yeah,
0: she's like, Keith, can you just stay and hold me?
1: (laughs) I don't want to be alone.
0: I can't be alone. <laughs> so now uh, it's the next day. Walker Texas Ranger walks back into the in the apartment, <laughs> and by Walker Texas Ranger, I mean Billy Campbell wearing a leather vest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you are so good at noting like the fashions.
0: My God, this thing—he's worn it before. I've called him Walker before, <laughs> but dear God, he's back.
1: So he comes into the apartment and just kind of cavalierly is like, oh, how was the play? And of course, Allison one not one to not rub it in somebody's face says, I don't know, Billy. I don't remember. It all kind of slipped my mind when I got carjacked. Yeah. And Billy, of course is shocked. Allison, you should have called me. Well, I tried. I called Amanda's place. You never answered there. And then I called here hey, why don't you have a listen? And she pushes play on the answering machine as her and Keith walk out the door. And then Billy is just left with Allison on the answering machine crying and screaming about how she's just been carjacked mm-hmm. and she's so afraid and doesn't know what to do.
0: And you know what? I think maybe half of these episodes don't need to happen if they just all had cell phones. Yeah, yeah. like cell phones would solve a lot of melrose place issues (laughs) a lot of them
1: melrose place could not exist in 2017
0: no it just couldn't you would just get that phone call oh it's allison oh shit she's been carjacked i gotta go amanda Uh, bye roll credits
1: So, um, we go over to Rhonda and she's teaching her aerobics class. And of course, in comes Terrence.
0: Right. And, uh, Rhonda is introduced to this episode in a pair of fucking (laughs) Doc Martens.
1: No. What? She is?
0: She's wearing Doc Martens.
1: I thought you were going to talk about her pants.
0: Oh, her undone, (laughs) her untied drawstring pants. No, you know
1: what? They looked like, um, football pants. You know how like football pants, like they tie up, they they lace up. They it was like that, but they were complete. They were not tied, and they were Mm -hmm. like left open.
0: And how could you do a full body pump in Doc Martens?
1: Rhonda can do it. She's just that good.
0: She just got it, and she she uses a phrase that is very now. What like people are always like, I got to work out so I can have a guilt free weekend. You know. And she's like, all right, y'all, you can have a guilt-free weekend. Is that after now? this class? I think so. People say that. Okay. Anywho, T Money shows up and he's like, Rhonda, baby, remember that house? It's mine. But guess what? I need you to go in and meet with a designer. And I'll see you later. <laughs> And then Rhonda's like, "But Terrence, what's her name?" And he's like, "Bye."
1: <laughs> so yeah, Terrence really likes the way that Rhonda decorates her own apartment. Which have you seen Rhonda's apartment, guys? Man, what apartment? Woo! No, that pattern on her couch.
0: Oh yeah, the checkered.
1: No, it is like multicolor threw up all over it. I. Yes. Well, anyway, he really enjoys her aesthetic and thinks that her working with the decorator is going to make his new home um, become gorgeous.
0: Right. So she agrees like, okay, I'll meet with the designer and and, uh, we'll collaborate or whatever. And nothing of it. Um, Now, Allison is having flashbacks at work. Of being hijacked,
1: and guys, these flashbacks are the best. Yeah, best thing about the episode, in my view.
0: It's a, it's black and white to to show you that it's a dream, but uh, then there's all this kind of clamoring and clashing, uh, and,
1: and like like really jerky camera work. It's like. Like, meow. and then you hear like the keys of a piano like all dissonant and like being like slapped at one time where it's like nah, nah, nah. it's like clung yeah. yeah that's better yeah and um, she just like she's it's like snippets so she's going about like her everyday life she's in her desk she's looking at a file and then all of a sudden oh memory and it's like the guy's following her and then she kind of shakes it off and she looks over at her computer and she gets another one and she's clinging to the fence again and then this is interrupted by Amanda, who comes up behind Amanda, her. Amanda,
0: like, grabs her by the shoulder, and she's like,
1: <laughs> What?
0: <laughs> and, and Amanda's like, Allison, I uh, heard what happened for Billy. Are you all right?
1: Amanda, can you please excuse me? I think I'm going to go home.
0: Yeah, so she's got to go. She And she shouldn't be at work. You know, I feel like after you get carjacked or have a gun to your face, you deserve, like, a week off right
1: I, I'd say well yeah
0: probably a week
1: let's just go with that seems
0: like seems like that would take a week for me yeah like, yeah you know
1: so um, at
0: least five at least five business days
1: <laughs> three yeah. the, the minimum
0: three to five
1: uh, so Rhonda shows up at Terrence's house and she walks in and the decorator is somebody that we've met before
0: oh yeah Jenny, who is it?
1: It is Carrie, Rhonda's ex-roommate, before she moved into the studio apartment, who was the crazy organizer who would go around and take all of Rhonda's things and organize them without asking.
0: Right. And, And it's like Cheech's daughter... Her Chong's daughter.
1: Yeah, it's Ray Dawn Chung, who is playing the role of Carrie. She's back again. And it's Tommy Chong's daughter.
0: Mm, right. It's
1: from Teaching Chong.
0: So Rhonda is like, Carrie, what is, are you doing here?
1: Is that you? And she's like, hmm, I was about to ask you the same question. And Carrie goes on to say, after I moved out of your apartment, my life changed for the better. I realized as I was organizing somebody's closet... Why am I just doing the closet when I should be redecorating their entire house? And cosmically, my life just fell into place. And look at me now. I'm a big time decorator. And she's like...
0: You could tell Rhonda's a little like, uh, what?
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, so I'm guessing you're Terrence's personal trainer?
0: Yeah. And if she was... Why the fuck would she be at his house?
1: And don't you think Terrence gave her a heads up that, like, hey, my girlfriend Rhonda is going to be meeting with you?
0: Yeah. Or no, because Terrence just doesn't tell people names. Well, maybe. Probably he, he the same conver- conversation with Carrie. Like, hey, Carrie, I'm sending someone over uh, to look at the house with you. Okay, what is her name? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So um, uh, Carrie acknowledges that like, oh, wow, girlfriend. Well, it seems like you were due to meet your Mr. Perfect. And Rhonda responds by saying, oh, Terrence, yes, he's wonderful. But in Carrie's book, wonderful is not the um, the describing word that accurately describes terrence he's more than wonderful he's perfect and we can tell that carrie has a little thing for terrence
0: yeah she's into it she is totally into him um and now billy and amanda are walking down hollywood <laughs> boulevard
1: are they in Ho- no
0: that's hollywood boulevard yeah they're walk of fame oh yeah i saw the stars on the ground okay they're walking down hollywood boulevard and um you know Billy's kind of space cadet, thinking about Allison and like how oh. he should have been there.
1: I was getting this mixed up with another scene. I'm sorry.
0: And, yeah, come on. I take good sorry.
1: Shots. Okay, I know.
0: Come on, Jenny. Anywho, they're walking down the Hollywood Boulevard and uh, they stop. And Amanda orders two hot dogs for them. She's like two, please. And uh, they're they're like getting their hot dogs, and Billy's like, "You're right." I didn't need to be there. Wait, no. I should have been there.
1: Billy, you're not the American Red Cross. She'll be fine without you.
0: Right. But uh,
1: Billy is still torn up about it and feels like he should have been there for Allison.
0: Mm-hmm. Now we're back at Melrose Place. Allison's all alone. She's very skittish still, but she's got to go do some laundry. So she like musters up the strength to like walk over to this laundry room. And... It's never looked that treacherous to, like, get down there, but it was very dark. The light was broken. Yeah.
1: The other thing I, like, thought about was it's weird that the laundry room is in a basement. Yeah. Like, basements aren't a thing in California. Yeah. I. Uh, I don't know. And we've seen them go up and down the stairs so many times, but it just hit me like, wow, that's weird that it's in a basement. Yeah. So she goes to open the door and she goes to turn on the light, but the light doesn't work. So she turns. She
0: she gets another vision. Bam! She gets (laughs) another
1: flashback. But then she decides, you know what? I gotta face this head on. I can't be afraid forever. So she turns around. She pulls herself up by her bootstraps. And she starts walking down the stairs. She gets to the very end. Again, we have another flashback.
0: Bling bling bling
1: She turns around, finds the light switch for downstairs, turns it on just in time for Keith to be at the top of the stairs yelling down to her, which scares her even more.
0: Yeah, and what... Why does Keith know?
1: How does he know that she's there?
0: Keith, this is like a bad horror movie where like the killer like kills somebody and then like he shows up like in the next scene like, hey, what happened? What's going on? And they're like, why are you breathing so heavy? Are you the murderer? No, of course not. I've been here the whole time. Is that blood
1: on your hands? Yeah. No, this is ketchup. I was just eating fries.
0: If this was a murder, Keith is definitely suspect number one.
1: Yes. So, um, she's so scared. Keith takes her and um, decides to take her to an incredible hotel.
0: Yeah, and Allison is just, she falls for it.
1: Well, okay, I guess Keith lost (sighs) his job. And he no longer is put up at that awesome beach house anymore. So he's interviewing for new positions. And I guess he's staying at a hotel and doesn't really have a place to stay. But I don't know if he like upgraded his room or something. But they are in like a suite with a roaring fire. There's wood paneling, like that awesome mahogany, like old world, beautiful wood paneling. And
0: I thought Keith was like, this whole thing was temporary. Like, they were putting him up in that, ho- in that house on the it beach. It was. Right. And he's done. So, what's he still doing there?
1: He's trying to get another job.
0: But where was he before?
1: He I don't know. He didn't have a storyline <laughs> and decided to bring it back.
0: He just shows up and he's like, I'm here for X amount of time. I thought that was like basically like his story.
1: Well, maybe if we delve into it further, he's obsessed with Allison and is trying to find any way to stay in L.A. Yeah. So they're in this beautiful hotel room. And again, he tries to, I guess, go like the friend route. And he says, okay, so Allison says, I've been pretty hard on you, haven't I? And Keith goes, no, Allison, trust is important. I get it. I'm willing to wait as long as you need me to. You just need a good night's sleep. Don't worry about being strong and brave. Let me be those things for you, at least for tonight. And, of course, cue the makeout session. Yeah, and
0: she's like, he's like, all you need is a good night's sleep and this dick.
1: (laughs) And then between kisses, she goes, now, what were you saying about a good night's sleep?
0: Oh, God. To,
1: like, indicate that they ain't gonna get much sleep tonight.
0: Now. If we were giving awards for the weirdest scene, it's this next one. <laughs> what Ama- happened? Amanda is walking with Billy, and she's like, Hey, Billy, see the statue I wanted you to look at? And it is a statue of just a naked person. And he's like, uh, Yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? And she's like, Look at the lines of her body. Look at the contours. Look at the look at the beautifulness, and uh, Billy's just like, you know what? You should start painting again. And then she's like, Yeah, maybe. And then he says, uh, Well, gotta go. Well, she, basically, basically Amanda like invites him to go do something. He's like, No, nah, I can't. I got to take care of something. And she's like, Who? Allison? And he's like, Well, yeah. So Amanda doesn't like this too much, and she's like, Look, Billy. You need to find out what the hell it is you want. And until then, I don't want to see you again.
1: Right. Now, before this happens, we go back to... Um, actually, Keith and Allison are walking on the beach. And they're kind of like reminiscing about the night before. And um, Allison says, you know, I feel so bad about your car. You're here. You're having to stay in a hotel room. And now you've got to pay for a rental car let me offset some of these costs for you by having you stay with me. And he agrees that they're effectively going to be moving in together. So that brings us back over to Terrence's house. And Carrie is um, talking with Terrence and Rhonda about how she wants to do the bedroom in very dark colors and a manly floral and um she says well every real man has a delicate side and um you know ronna thinks that this is just full of crap and she's like you know what carrie i told you before he doesn't like any of those chintzy little prints he's not into it but then terrence is kind of like eating this up like he's like
0: no you know what i like it
1: i do have a softer side
0: let's do it
1: so it's kind of like, are you just trying to make Rhonda jealous right now?
0: Maybe. And then and Carrie, uh, Carrie's like, "Thank you for the vote of confidence."
1: Terry, can I call you Terry? And Terrence is like, "Sure, go ahead. Call me anything you like."
0: And then she's like, "Allow me to step step you into the bedroom." And he's like, he gives Rhonda this look like, "Oh shit."
1: Yeah, I think someone that he,
0: else is on me. He huh? is
1: liking the all the attention that he's getting.
0: And Rhonda don't like it. She's getting into that mentality of, like, if I can't have them, nobody can.
1: Right. So we go back over with Joe and Allison. And Allison is telling Joe about her experience with being carjacked. And Joe reveals that she was mugged at Knife Point when she lived in New York. So she said that she has the remedy for Allison. And she knows what's going to help her unload some of the stress.
0: And I had a flashback of when me and Jenny were watching these back in 2008. And I called it. I was like, oh, she's going to take her to shoot a gun.
1: And you were right. Very next scene. Have we- you
0: had any flashbacks of like, I think I remember this?
1: Um, Not specific. Like, what? overreaching, like... But not like, oh, I remember this scene specifically. No, I really, haven't. you know, I have the worst long term memory in the world. Yeah, I can hardly she remember does. like <laughs> our <laughs> wedding date. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, um, they're shooting their guns, they're all decked out in their goggles and, earm- and earmuffs.
0: Joe, Joe, of course, like it's the next, it's like. A close-up shot of Joe just pointing a gun straight at the camera, and it's like, bang, 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 bang. And Joe, like, hits, basically, makes a smile face in the...
1: <laughs> Into the in target. The, in the
0: target, basically. Like, she's a badass, and Allison's like, oh, geez, What? Gee, Willikers. What is this? And she just, like, can't handle it, and Joe gives her the gun, and she's like, just trust me. You'll feel so empowered. This is what you need to get over it. And... What happens, Jenny?
1: Well, right as Allison takes the gun from Joe's grasp, she has another flashback, <laughs> and this is a bad one. And so it, it
0: it actually takes control of her and makes her fire the gun.
1: Yeah. So she fires it, but it doesn't empower her. Instead, it really scares her. And Joe's like, Allison, this is a big city. you got to protect yourself. And Allison is just like, look, I don't want anything to do with guns. I don't like this. I'm going to stay in the car. You can finish your target practice if you want.
0: And seriously, though, fuck this, man. Like, Joe's right. I mean, if you if you want to protect yourself in a big city... You, you have every right, and it's just, like, fine, you know? And I, I used to be against guns and, and shooting them, but I went to a range, and, like, it is, it is fun. It is a, a stress relief. But
1: I think at the same time, Dan, this just happened to her, and she's not ready to, like, work it out. And really, yeah. having a gun and using it isn't the answer for everybody. I don't want to ever have to hold a gun and fire it. I never... But I bet
0: bet there's more guns in Wisconsin, to be honest, (laughs) where Allison's from. That's
1: where she's from. Sure.
0: Yeah. So she's not impressed. She waits in the car. This didn't really work. And Joe's just like, man, whatever.
1: So it's later that night. Allison is curled up on the sofa watching the news. And we can kind of hear snippets. And, of course, it's some horrible tale about a six-year-old being gunned down and she's just like enthralled watching the the television and then um the door opens and it's keith and she of course that surprises her and keith and comes-
0: is it, it's chained up so like it only opens a little right yeah and she's like she jumps like oh shit and this may be foreshadowing of keith like that was his like here's johnny moment <laughs> From freaking, uh, what's that movie?
1: The Shining. Yeah, The Shining. So Keith comes in and he's very excited. He's jumpy. He's all over her. How do you feel about Salmon? And she's like... For what, dinner? I mean, uh, I like salmon. He's like, no, salmon and old Victorian houses and rainy weather. What do you think? And she's like, I don't know what you're asking me. And he's like, Seattle. They offered me the position in Seattle. What do you think? We can move up there. This is just what you need. We can put this all behind you. We can start a new life together in Seattle.
0: No, don't do it, Allison.
1: So Allison, of course, is like, okay, wait. I mean, I just got a promotion here at my work. I don't want to move to Seattle. And he's like, Allison, there are ad agencies all up and down the Pacific Coast. You could get a job anywhere. This is our chance to start over. And she's kind of resistant to it. And he says, okay, just think about it, at least for a little bit. Think about the the make-a-pros-and-cons list, is what he says.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: now, let's go celebrate and go out to a big dinner together.
0: Yeah, so then they head off, and then we cut over to Jake's Bikes, a.k.a. Rusty's Bikes, but now Jake's.
1: <laughs> so, Joe is telling Jake all about... Uh, Allison and how she was carjacked and how she took Allison out to shoot a gun and and she's (laughs) lamenting to Jake about, God, and Allison like flipped out about me having a handgun.
0: And passionate ass Jake is like, Wait a second! You have a gun? I am not comfortable with that.
1: I sleep in your apartment! And you have a gun in there?
0: And she's like, yeah, Jake. What are you, some kind of pussy?
1: And he's like, well, I found a friend of mine behind a bar bleeding to death after getting shot by a gun accidentally, and he died, Joe. Okay? So pardon me if I don't want guns around me. You don't need a gun to protect yourself. Get rid of it!
0: Jake's like, I... Use my fists as guns, <laughs> all the time.
1: So, um, of course, Joe is like, "Wow, Jake, thanks for the lecture." Bye, and she
0: leaves. Right. Keith and Allison walk into the apartment, and Billy's there. And Billy looks like a very like skittish, sort of really childlike. Can't make eye contact, and he's like, "Allison, can can we talk alone?" And she's like, Whatever you gotta say, bro, you say it to both of us.
1: <laughs> but Billy just kind of retreats into the kitchen, and Allison feels bad and follows him. And um, Billy says, I'm sorry, but if someone is actually apologizing to you and they say something and it continues with but, they're not apologizing, they're not sorry. He says, I'm sorry, but you only reminded me about the play the night before. And it's as if that's a valid excuse.
0: Yeah, and she's like, look, it's not about the play, dude. It's about, like, being there after the fact that all this shit happened.
1: And saying true to your commitments, which I think is a pretty big lesson here that we should all take away but he was like else and what was i supposed to do i mean amanda wanted me to meet her dad it was really important to her and i mean i couldn't say no to her i had to meet her dad
0: right and she's like well you know what it's cool and i realized that you know i don't really need you because keith has been here so much and he's been very helpful and billy does not like hearing that Mm-hmm. After, after all his proclamations about being her best friend, he's like, you're, you're hanging out with Keith again? He's your hero? What the hell? So
1: Allison storms off into her room, and then Keith follows and looks at Billy and is like, hey, pal. And that's like the worst.
0: Yeah, he's just like, I've won, and I'm back.
1: Right. So, we are over at Melrose Place. And we've talked about this before, but we can't tell the difference between Rhonda and Matt's apartments.
0: Yeah. Whose who's place is They're this? you are at one of them. Flip a coin. We,
1: we do not know. Um, but Rhonda... We'll, we'll call it
0: Matt's. Yeah. Okay. We'll call it we'll Matt's. We'll just
1: say Matt, because Matt is in the show for, like, three seconds. So, at least let's give him the location. Yeah. So, um, Rhonda's telling Matt about Carrie and how, like pissed off she is, that, like, Carrie is overstepping her bounds, and can you believe it? It was her old roommate, and what are the chances? And Matt says, hey, I think that you're kind of jealous of Carrie. And you know what, Rhonda? If you are, do something about it.
0: Yeah, Matt's, like, Matt's coaching or, like, friendship is very, like, what's the word? Uh, like, challenging. He, like, dares people, and, like, (laughs) He tries to, like, bully them into stuff. Well, Like when he was talking to those kids and he's like, come on, S.A., what do you got to say? What was his name? Oh, shit. It's like, I don't like know. Like
1: Treyu or something. Ab-
0: abuelo or something. He's like, come on. You're not mad at us. You're mad at your dad, aren't you? Like, he just, like, bullies people into shit.
1: Well, I He's like,
0: Rhonda, you know what? You're a bitch. And you know what? You better go get them if you don't want them or stop being a bitch.
1: Your face is so maniacal right now.
0: You know what?
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I wish you guys could see this.
0: Matt matt matt's a bully
1: you know what because i think he is trying to like live out these dramas in other people's lives because clearly he doesn't have any kind of a storyline happening in his own life he's got nothing
0: yeah that's why he's like playing games with ronda because remember downstairs in the laundry room he's like fuck him dump him do you do you even love him and like he broke them up, and now he's up in his apartment talking to her like, "Go get him back!" I'm like motherfucker, whenever, make up your mind.
1: Whenever you impersonate Matt, you like jut, out, <laughs> you jut out your bottom jaw like as far as it can
0: go. <laughs> I just want I want Matt to turn into a werewolf one episode and just like eat everybody.
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay moving on
0: max a little he's a little fireball he's a bully
1: (laughs) so amanda's at home she's just gotten out of the shower and she's drinking her coffee in the morning and there's a knock at the door who is it but billy so billy has heeded her advice
0: again can't make eye contact really yeah i didn't notice this just like looks at the table and he's like i want to be here (laughs) be like, what, did you just, like, you know what this reminds me of? This shit reminds me of, like, when I used to get, like, get sent to my room. And then, like, I would come, I would, like, yell downstairs to my mom. And I'd be like, Mom, can I come out? I'd be like, I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson, Mom. And then she'd be like, come downstairs. Then I would come downstairs, and I would look at her. And I wouldn't look at her. I'd look at the counter, and she'd be like, what lesson did you learn? And I would be like, that's where I got the whole lesson thing from this podcast. I'm like, I could not look at her as just like Billy. He's such a little fucking child. Yeah, And He's Billy's like, like <laughs> I, I just, I don't want to live without
1: you. He's like, I was up all night. And not because I was thinking about Allison. I was thinking about you. I couldn't sleep because I want you. I want us. I don't feel like I belong in my apartment anymore. It's
0: like he wrote that shit on his hand.
1: (laughs) And um, And I... uh, uh,
0: Wait, hold on. I was sweating on the way here. (laughs) I want to live here. Live here.
1: And Amanda's like, you don't belong there, Billy. You belong here. I want you to move in with me.
0: Jesus, this is going so fast.
1: And just like that, New roomies. Yep. So, Rhonda shows back up to Terrence's house. Carrie is there with her little assistant measuring some windows for window treatments. And Rhonda is like, Carrie, can I talk to you? And she and Carrie is like, "Uh, yeah, if it's not, if it's important. I mean, we have a lot of things to do. And Rhonda just says to her point blank, listen, keep your hands off Terrence." You are coming onto him like a Mack truck, don't think I don't see it, I don't like it, he is my boyfriend, back off.
0: <laughs> and she's like, bitch, he's single.
1: I mean, Carrie has the audacity to say to Rhonda, well you know what Rhonda, in my view, he's single, so that means he's fair game. I have a lot of work to do, bye, and turns around and leaves the room. Dun, dun, dun. Leaving Rhonda completely stunned. Like she thinks that she's walking into here to be like, step back off my man. And she just got told straight up. And I think that this probably causes Ronda to think, uh, should I have married him when I had the chance?
0: And it reminds me of a, of a song by a woman named Beyonce.
1: If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. But to Rhonda.
0: She had a ring on it. He put a ring on it. And she threw it back at him in public.
1: (laughs) That's right.
0: Messed up. See, Rhonda? See what you did?
1: See what you did.
0: Open Pandora's box.
1: So, we're back at Jake's Bikes.
0: Which, again, looks so much like Rusty's Bikes. It's like
1: Rusty's Bikes. And um, Jake is there doing god knows what
0: joe shows up with this big like wrapped up object and jake's like what'd you bring an m16 (laughs) and joe's like no remember that gun i threw it away (laughs) but hey i got you something
1: and joe's like look jake i want to be part of the shop i i understand i need to back off a little bit and jake admits Look, I know the bikes, but you're probably right. I don't know a lot about running the business. Why don't you take care of the books? You're really good at math and numbers. That would be great for you. And then um, Joe's like, "Well, I got you something."
0: And to do the books, he shows her like a, a like notepad from like third grade. That, really? you would, that you would use like a composition book
1: like an old like ledger
0: yeah it's just it's just it's just some pieces of paper stapled together basically <laughs> bound bound by Elmer's glue guys
1: <laughs> so Joe's like here I got you a present where's the outlet and he's like oh, over by the counter
0: he's like like an electrical
1: outlet he's
0: <laughs> like what other fucking outlets are there no clothing outlet
1: <laughs> <laughs> an outlet of the road Yeah. So he turns off the light. She's like, turn off the lights. He does. She plugs in this mystery gift, unwraps the brown paper around it, and we find...
0: That Jake can't read. (laughs) No, just kidding. No, he's just like, what is it? What is
1: it? It's a neon sign that reads Jake's bikes.
0: And Jake, he almost cries. Yeah,
1: his face. Again, Grant show. Really bringing it, yeah. His lip quivers a little bit. You can kind of see, like, in his throat, like it tightens and like loosens. You can tell that he's almost on the verge of tears, and yeah. he's like, "Well, oh, Joe, jo, thank you." And
0: guys, this sign is very special because Joe gives us a piece of information that <sighs> I found extremely hard Telling. and very hard to accomplish. Uh, basically. She tells Jake, yeah, not only does it say Jake's bike, but every single letter is from a different sign.
1: Right. So she's like, I know they don't really match, but I kind of like it that way. And Jake's like, it's beautiful.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: So uh, that. Oh, oh, wait, wait. And then he says, well, the sign's not really right. It says Jake's bikes, but it's really our shop. And then Joe's like, oh, so should I change the sign? And he's like, don't even think about it. He's like,
0: bitch, you crazy? This is my shop. So Billy, we're back to Allison and Billy's apartment. And um, Billy basically tells Allison he's out. He's moving out. He's moving in with Amanda. and, uh, And that's basically that. He packs up. One, like, sports duffel bag. A duffel bag.
1: bag. And he's like, I'm going to come back for the rest of my stuff later. Yeah, like, all of your stuff. Like, all of your furniture. Your bed is still made. Yeah. All of your stuff is still there. And he's like, well, Elson, I've paid up through the end of next month. Uh, you should be good in that regard. It'll be easy for you to get a roommate. It seems
0: like he he'll, he'll needs to talk to Mr. K about this, yeah. at least.
1: I mean, he going to think that he's toying with him.
0: Or... Maybe the property manager, Michael.
1: Uh, he's dead, Dad. Where the
0: fuck are you guys, man? Michael
1: and Jane are dead. <laughs> they don't live there anymore. I need
0: you. What happened?
1: So, um, so he's like, okay. They're both kind of sad in this moment, and Allison's like, yeah. Well, I guess it's not like we'd spend the rest of our lives together, and and Billy's like, yeah. Well, it it was temporary, remember? And so he gets all of his belongings, he walks to the door, and he does a Sydney move, just like what Sydney did with Jane. hmm He looks at the door, ready to open it, but then drops his bags, turns back, looks at Allison, runs into her arms, gives her a big hug and a kiss, and is like, Alright, I'll miss ya. Turns around and walks back out that door.
0: And it's really... It's good. Good. I'm glad. They were terrible for each other. They were terrible roommates to each other. And they both pushed each other away at the end. Yeah. Like, Billy was totally into Allison. Threw it in Allison's face. Lied to her on several occasions. And then Allison basically does the same thing to him with with Keith. It's like, what did you expect?
1: So that is the end of the episode, guys. So as a recap...
0: Um, Allison gets a gun pointed at her face and gets Keith's car stolen.
1: Keith moves in, Billy moves out.
0: Jake has a not so silent partner in Joe.
1: Terence is getting a little too friendly with the decorator, Carrie.
0: And Michael and Jane are enjoying their 7-week vacation in the Bahamas. <laughs>
1: So uh, let's talk about some 90s moments.
0: Okay, got one. Um, at the very beginning, Amanda is making breakfast in bed, that shitty toast, the coffee, and a rolled up USA today.
1: Oh, that's a good one. A
0: little newspaper. No one's reading the newspaper in bed anymore. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we've we've stated this before, but the whole concept of answering machines was really heavy this episode. Yeah, um, of course like being able to play an answering machine in a room and have the sound fill the whole room where everybody can hear it, and then ha- being it on a cassette tape, that mm-hmm. was really big.
0: Again, Joe's Joe's choker, for oh, the big thick black I choker. I love that again. choker. It's hot. It's pretty it's hot. Really on good. That.
1: And then uh, that red Mustang, although it's not 90s per se, I think it's older than 90s, but um, just those old-timey, like those cars, the body of those old cars.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Okay, every episode has a lesson. Jenny, did you learn your lesson?
1: I learned don't go to the theater by yourself. Take a friend. (laughs) You know what like even if your friend bails take someone else you live in an apartment complex you had a ticket you could have at least sold it to somebody gotten some money but this whole episode wouldn't have gone down if she had just had a buddy with her
0: yeah or pay the extra money and park in a garage park in
1: a lot yeah
0: parking a lot something like that don't
1: park in skid row
0: yep um, my lesson is that you cannot let stuff linger around if you want it. Like, if you want Terrence, you need to get him.
1: Get it while it's hot.
0: Yeah. If you want it, Amanda, you need to go lock that up.
1: That's good advice to take away.
0: And if if, if Alzin didn't want Billy to move out, then she should have been more straight up with him.
1: So, we move on to our newest segment Bitch of the week. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. I'm a boss ass bitch. So let's revisit last episode, shall we? All
0: right. Last episode, me and Jenny both agreed that Amanda was the bitch of the week. So I left it open for other people to post who they thought the bitch of the week was. And... We solved nothing by doing this because we were deadlocked in a 50-50 tie between Amanda Woodward and
1: Rusty, Rusty. which I thought was a hilarious (laughs) answer. Yes. Now that revisiting this, I totally would have to agree. Rusty is the top bitch of the week.
0: Yeah. He lays off his employees.
1: Doesn't pay them. He
0: didn't pay them. And then he made them. Instead of paying them, he made them pay off their bike.
1: Yeah, at a higher rate with a bank.
0: Yeah. And he didn't he didn't allow any of his mechanics to work on the bikes in the actual shop.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Rusty. You know what, you're guys? Twitter has spoken and although it was a deadlock fifty fifty, I'm tipping the scales. I'm going with Rusty for last week.
0: So Rusty is the bitch of the week. Now for this week, my bitch of the week is Terry Fellows. Why? Here's why. She is after Rhonda's man. She knows. She knows not to mess with him. She's just in there decorating and she's taking over. And then she knows exactly what she's doing. She's touching him. She's laughing. She's calling him by a different name. Terry? Come on. That's not even the nickname for Terrence. And then she's like, let's go to the bedroom. She knows all about it this is a very bitch move she knows what she's doing she is a bitch
1: i'm going with miss amanda woodward for the bitch of the week my reasoning is amanda is making billy choose between her and his best friend Ooh. firstly you know her Her dad's coming in for dinner billy has one day's notice he obviously had a plan with allison for several weeks if not months and the day of, he cancels to go have dinner with Amanda. And he does that on the behest of Amanda. And then later on in the episode, when he feels guilty about not being there for Amanda, and he's kind of like rolling it over in his mind, instead of being a soundboard and somebody that, you know, Billy can confide in, she basically says straight up, I don't want to hear about it. You either choose me Or Allison. I don't, like, if you are upset about Allison, don't come talking to me about it. I don't want to hear about her. you got to be all about me. And in the end, he chooses Amanda. So I think overall that she is wedging herself in between this friendship. Mm. And that is the bitchiest move of all.
0: Very compelling argument, Jenny. Thank you. So, if you want to get involved, help us. Solve this problem, who the biggest bitch of the week was. Get on Twitter, at MelrosePod, and vote the day this episode comes out on Tuesday. Now, Jenny, if you could rename this episode Bye Bye Billy, what would you rename it?
1: I'm going to rename it Jacked. And the reason is um, many things got jacked, or stolen, if you will. Firstly, the car carjacked pretty easy but mm-hmm. then you got to look at it as hey here's carrie trying to steal away terrence from Rhonda. here's amanda trying to steal away mm-hmm. allison from billy or billy from allison so i think jacked is an all-encompassing title that can kind of give you the feeling of this whole episode dan what are you thinking same thing Jacked?
0: No, my <laughs> same idea. My uh, title is "Stolen Property."
1: Oh, that's good.
0: The car, Terrence, Billy, Amanda, um, Matt, and somebody stole Jane and Michael. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> Where the hell are they?
1: They're dead. Uh, st-
0: and someone stole that light bulb. From the basement?
1: Gone. <laughs> well, I think that that sentiment pretty much covers it. So some predictions for upcoming episodes. What you got?
0: Um, I don't think it's going to work out with Amanda and Billy. I think that living arrangement, she's going to figure out very quickly that uh, Billy eats a lot of peanut butter and Minute Maid orange juice. <laughs> she's just not going to have that stuff kind of stocked up, and uh, he's going to go ape shit on her. Uh, I think the Mancini's are going to come around. Please, where are you guys? What is happening? Let me know. And I think that Rhonda, this is going to set Rhonda to uh, marry Terrence again and jump the gun again. Because she just can't deal with him not being around. And uh, I think Jake's bikes is going to go under. (laughs) I do not see this business thriving.
1: Well, um, I kind of have some uh, some differing opinions. I think that Carrie is going to successfully steal Terrence away Ooh. from Rhonda. Um, I think Carrie is well more, way more suited to live the sweet life with Terrence than Rhonda is, and it seems like she really wants it. So I think um, Terrence is really easily won. Uh, he's won over by lots of compliments and people kind of like you know kissing up to him, and that's exactly what Carrie's doing. So I think Rhonda's going to lose out on his cha- on her chance with Terrence. I think that there's going to be lots of trouble for Amanda and Billy, especially if Billy wants to remain friends with Allison, which is going to cause this crazy little love triangle. Um, and I do think it's going to come down on Allison real hearted and i think we're gonna see that in upcoming episodes i think keith is going to take the job in seattle and then allison is going to be left without a roommate leaving a vacant position in the melrose place universe so we might see a new character move in with uh with amanda with allison oh i'm sorry with allison yes and I'm hoping that Jane and Michael return from the dead next episode. I mean, we haven't seen them for weeks.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really been a while now.
1: Like, I don't even know if they're on the show anymore.
0: I need you guys. You're my favorite. They're my favorite. Well, that's the end of the episode. Um, we have gotten some more reviews on Apple Podcasts. We thank you so much for reviewing us. This is so helpful to us. And uh, whatever you write... Whatever you review us, we will read it on the show, so please keep doing it. Uh, This one is from Cactus Flower. I have spent my weekend doing errands, listening to this hilarious and witty podcast, and literally LOLing as I go along. The grocery run and laundry day have never been more fun. If you need a good laugh, a walk down 90s memory lane, spend some time with these charming folks and listen to the Melrose Place podcast. Five stars.
1: Yay! Thank you so much, Cactus Flower. We really appreciate all of that awesome feedback and so happy that we can keep you company during your uh, laundry day.
0: It's so helpful for us, too. Thank you. And, guys, if you know someone who doesn't know about this podcast and likes Melrose Place or just needs a laugh and to have two people tell them a story... Tell them about our podcast. Do it. It's really fun. Tell them. Let them know. Uh, We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at MelrosePod. Email is MelrosePod at gmail.com. Let us know anything, questions, comments, concerns. (laughs) Tell us what you had for breakfast. We're
1: not desperate or anything.
0: Please, somebody. (laughs) somebody write to us
1: just just talk to us
0: and of course we are on patreon patreon.com slash melrose pod we appreciate any sort of contribution you can make towards helping this show grow we love you guys (laughs) later